Okay, happy new year, everyone. Welcome to XO Live, our first show of the year, the new year. Last week was New Year's Day, and I hope everyone had a great time with their family, their friends. And we passed right through the National Divorce Day we talked about so much at the end of last year. It was last Tuesday, and I really hope that everything we said about National Divorce Day kept you from calling your divorce lawyer <laughs> right after the new year. It was uh, probably stressful for everyone, and, and there was a moment where Stephanie and I looked at each other and we go, we know why there's a National Divorce Day, because... <laughs> The holidays are stressful. It's uh, stressful. all all parts of you but know. We made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. We make it every year because we love each other. <laughs> uh, my beautiful wife Stephanie is joining me today on EXO Live. Yes. Hello. And then Shannon Chatham, she's she is a mediator master here on the EXO Marriage Team. Master she's uh, a Jedi Master right of of the mediation program. Yes, she is uh, full of wisdom, and uh, she's been working very hard with couples for many, many years, helping them to succeed in relationships. And she literally had no clue she was gonna be on today. <laughs> she came in the office for, um, for a meeting and I said, hey, do you wanna be on the show today? Because uh, I would love for you to, uh, to just take part of the conversation that we're having today, provide any expertise that you have, but I wanna say thanks for being on today. Mm, you're welcome. When friends ask, you say yes. You say yes, <laughs> Yes. that's right. When you can, Yes. and I could. Well, I told you, I said I wouldn't have asked you if you didn't already look like I know, beautiful. Camera. camera ready. You're camera ready. <laughs> you're so kind. Yeah. Well, I had no idea, but you're so kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if, and if Keith was here, I'm sure I could also, you know, put him in the spotlight because y'all are like one of those couples that just look like you're coming straight from uh, North Park Mall and Neiman Marcus and, and <laughs> you look fantastic always. You're Don't tell so Keith kind. I said that. I won't. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> so welcome on today. We're, we're excited today because we're going to be talking about a lot of things that are happening at XO. We're excited about this year, 2024. Best year ever for XO, and I'm repping uh, a hoodie. Um, I'm not as cool as all the kids that, that wear these kinds of, uh, some people say I'm drippy today. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I kind of am, Rizzy. but I also am a little Rizzy, Rizzy. Uh, but I also would say my son would say I'm selling right now, so uh, all those <laughs> kinds of uh, vernaculars that only middle school people understand, and when you have a middle schooler, you kind of, mm -hmm. you hear that all I day mean, long. I mean, you are covered in head to toe in XO. I am, and there's a reason for that. Uh, I'm going to be showcasing. This is a hoodie that we're going to have at the EXO conference. It's only available at the conference this year uh, as we start off the, the conference February, uh, right before uh, the uh, Valentine's Day weekend. It's the same weekend as the Super Bowl, but this is the Super Bowl of marriage, right? So we're going to be celebrating um, uh, the conference in February at Fellowship Church. Super excited about it. We have some great shirts, though. This is a light blue shirt that we have that's going to be coming out. It's got all of the uh, amazing theme for the conference that we've, we've established. We prayerfully put together a very, very strong theme every year that has you know, a reason behind it. We want couples every one year to feel like we put some fresh effort towards what it is we're trying to communicate about marriage and make it feel fun when you come back to go, oh, this feels brand new to me. Even though I've been at the conference before, perhaps, um, this feels like it's been like reset and it's fun and fresh and we're excited about it. And then some other conference gear that we have here, uh, you know, conference t-shirt, just a basic one, uh, a classic tee, a pocket tee with the conference logo on the back. We have some stuff that's good for girls and for guys. These aren't the only ones that we have. Uh, this hoodie as well is one that we have. We also have some sweatshirts. But some, some of the things I find are pretty fun are like the wristbands that we give out. These are high-quality wristbands that are swag uh, for those conference attendees that come. They get the, the theme printed on here. And we have people that year, wear these year-round. Like they love just remembering what it is that um, you know we're, we're doing here at XO, but they want to remember the experience of the conference. And then if you're a part of our um, monthly partnership and you're a partner here at XO, uh, we have a partner lounge that we'll have for our, for our uh, VIP access to guests 
and to other things. And so we'll have a, a wristband just for our partners out there. And if you want to become a partner, go to uh, xomarriage.com slash give, and you can become a monthly partner and be a part of our monthly partnership program. Excited about that. But one thing I'm introducing this year, which I thought was actually kind of a cool idea, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, even though I couldn't probably because this hoodie is so um, <laughs> gargantuan on me. Uh, but I'll, I will attempt to, t- to pat myself on the back. It's a style. So we do a, a VAV renewal ceremony every year. And I'm, I'm sorry I'm monologuing over here, ladies. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will incorporate you Keep rolling shortly. with it. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a VAV renewal ceremony every year. And these silicon rings, which are fairly popular with people who don't like to wear classic jewelry, but also those who work out or just want to abuse their, their wedding rings. Um, we've introduced these. These are custom-made silicon uh, wedding rings. So they have EXO 2024 on them. And on the inside, it has the theme from, from this year. And there's a blue version. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of a hip, cool blue version, not a classic blue for, for the guys. And for the ladies, uh, Stephanie is holding up. She's, she's modeling. And she's, she's modeling it like a, a, a true model would. <laughs> and she's showing you the, the pink version. So every year we're going to try to do new, uh, n- new custom rings just for the conference, for the vow renewal, vow renewal ceremony. So those will be available at the conference if you want them. So when you renew your vows, vowels, vowels, vowels. vowels. I'm having a hard time vowels. with that word today. Mm-hmm. It's not vowels. Not A-E-I-O-U. Yeah. It's vowels. Vowels. Yes. When you renew those vows this year, it's going to mean something because you're going to have custom rings to remember throughout the year what it was you did at the EXO conference. And so we're super excited about that as well, uh, giving you an opportunity to really create that covenant year after year with your spouse and, and really renew those vows. Mm-hmm. Renew them really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's important. So I'm excited about the conference coming up. We have a great lineup. It's completely sold out, though. Completely sold out. So that's okay, though, because we have XO at Home. That's what we want to talk to you about. And XO at Home is a is a online experience that's just as good as the live experience for those who can't join us live and the good thing is is when you register for xo at home uh, you get a free t-shirt and so if you want to go to xo at home.com it'll forward you to the sign up page and you know it it always reminds me of um you know during covid right after everything shut down we had um we did a special xo at home uh kind of like conference and it was all at home because nothing was open and you might think you know I don't want to sit at home and ready to go to a conference but it's really it was really nice I mean you can have like a little dinner set up make it kind of nice and romantic and just you can sit there and watch all the the speakers and videos it's a little bit of a different experience but it still can be you know special yeah, and unique it, it, it really can be because the content is going to be really good we we record it and we produce it in a way where it's, it's meant to be broadcast. Yeah, not you just, can make it like a little date night. You can. You know, have a Are nice romantic dinner. <laughs> you're busy. This is my job. Yeah, you're, wor- you're working. <laughs> uh, no, you can. You can make it a, a date night at home. You can customize it however you want. But you also get some of the, the swag and the merch that we, we send you. Uh, opportunities for you to incorporate EXO into your home uh, with the T-shirts. Uh, we can do those. You can also, you know... Uh, uh, we have notebooks. We have you know other resources that you can utilize as part of your experience with the with the content, and you really can make it a custom experience at, at the convenience of your own home. But if you use XO Live uh, when you go to XOAtHome.com, use XO Live, you get twenty five percent off, and again you get a free T shirt, and you can get an additional T shirt if you would like as well. But we want to make sure that you understand that. We are sold out, but we have opportunities for you to join us now still yeah. with XO at home. XO in your sweats. XO in your sweats. Or you in your, sell it. 
<laughs> get a hoodie and put an XO on the front. You look just like me. Brent, it's just so cool to think that people all over the world can take part in mm -hmm. such an amazing conference. I have clients that make this an annual event mm -hmm. to the, the live one that we have in, in Grapevine and just enrichment time for their marriage and they don't miss it. Yeah. Mm. No, it, it really is a, a supercharger for a lot of relationships. And that's why we sell it every year is because people look forward to that moment where they can kind of prioritize their relationship. And we've been doing it for so long that there's a lot of couples that make this their, their annual event for their relationship. Mm -hmm. Speaking of annual, annual events, I want to talk about today. One of the, the main themes of today is vision retreats. We, uh, we believe in vision retreats here. We've talked about them for many, many years. My parents have talked about them for many, many years. I, th I think they weren't the originators of vision retreats. They learned it from somebody else. But they definitely are the, the biggest cheerleaders, mm -hmm. I think, of, of vision retreats on a national stage. And we believe in them. I think whenever you're growing up and you hear your parents talking about visionary retreats, you're like, ah, that's for, that's for them, not for us, yeah. not for us Gen Xers. <laughs> then you get married, you have kids, and you realize, ah, it wasn't such a, a bad idea after all to get mm -hmm. away, yeah. to begin to learn how to talk through issues and, and resolve fights before they happen. So Stephanie and I have been having a vision retreat for many years, and we now document it, I do at least, in the Notes app on the iOS, Apple iOS so I can look back and see, you know, what it was that we talked about years ago. And we can kind of every year look at what we've been working through. Things get more complicated the older you get. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. The list gets longer. But a lot of sure. it has to do with uh, kids, you know, kids' schedules, our schedules, finances, date nights, prioritizing trips, family trips, making sure we talk about the holidays, making sure we talk about uh, friends who we want to be a friends with for ourselves, but also for our kids, mm -hmm. uh, where they're going to school. We talk about, you know, just everything that's, that's kind of up in the air, what sports they're going to play. Um, you know, we just kind of put it all on the table and go, this is what we want to make sure we prioritize this year. And you can deviate a little bit, but next week's whenever we're taking our vision retreat. Mm -hmm. Excited about that. Very. And we're going to get away. We did this last year as well, where we went to uh, Florida and we have an amazing place there that's been uh, uh, generously provided. To uh, it's a beautiful place, mm -hmm. and uh, we we get there and we just just connect, mm -hmm. disconnect from the world, and connect with each other. And we talk through things. And typically, there's one or two stressful conversations, <laughs> but beyond that, it's a lot of fun to uh, talk through things and feel like you're accomplishing something together yeah. for the year. I would say that um, it's it's something. I look forward to probably the most every year just and I think the more we've done it I just know the fruit from it and how good it is that I get even more excited like right now I'm so excited to go I mean I have things that I've wanted to talk about that I've kind of been just like saving up and tabling because I'm saving them for our, our vision retreat but I mean your parents definitely promoted it um, whenever they were doing XO and marriage today but I mean I just can't. I tell everyone, you if you've never done a vision retreat, you have to do one because it really just changes your marriage, and um, we just love it. We love it. We love it. I'm, I'm chatting. But people, they may not even understand exactly what it is, so you might want to talk about that. No, I will. Um, I'm putting it here. We have uh, uh, Mirna, Mirna Lopez from Sacramento, California. She's, she's jumped in the chat. I'm, I'm asking people to let us know. If you have any questions for us today, want to give us a shout-out, let us know where you're watching from. We want to incorporate you guys into the uh, XO Live experience today as we're talking about vision retreats. If you have any questions about vision retreats or anything related to, to marriage, again, Shannon is part of our mediator team here. She's an expert all things related to, uh, to relationships, 
uh, even in, in a crisis situation. So if you have a, a marriage out there that's hurting, we care and we want to know uh, what it is that you're dealing with so that we can specifically talk to you today about what's going on. So please let us know. And as, as I'm looking at my computer, sometimes I'm looking at the chat and seeing who else jumping in there. So please let us know. Um, but yeah, so vision retreats, I, I feel like a vision retreat. So this vision retreat guidebook that we have, this was produced specifically for the, the vision retreat event. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's meant to walk you through basic, the, the basics of vision retreats and have you go through a process where you can put down on paper what it is that you're trying to accomplish, but also make it open-ended enough to where you can customize it for you and your family. So if you're brand new, I know you have kids that have just gotten married. They may not have the, the difficulty of, you know, uh, kids, grandkids, mm-hmm. mortgages, you know, businesses, whatever it is that, that kind of accumulates over time. They just may need something that's a little bit lighter, and this, this can u- be used for that as well. But if you do have uh, a really complicated world, this is helpful to kind of walk you through it as well. But we also have an online component. Um, so if you go to visionretreat.com, Dave and Ashley Willis have, have recorded videos to walk you through how to have a vision retreat for your relationship. And so on the screen here, you'll see in what it is that we have on the website, but uh, we really make it practical and approachable for you to have a vision retreat. Yeah, Just- it's. I would say that, you know, a lot of times couples have fights throughout the year and um, argue over schedule kids. I remember you say um, back when we were young, you were saying kids newlyweds may not have as many issues. One of our biggest issues was to get out of debt when we first got married. So we talked about how we were going to do that. We did the Dave Ramsey program. So because, you know, if you don't have a vision for it and know where you're going, then you can have fights throughout the year. But um, that was one of the things that uh, we talked a lot about. But it's just, it's a time to come together and have the list of things that you want to talk about and have vision for. Last year, I would say one of the biggest things that we talked about was your schedule, our schedule, because you were traveling a lot. And so um, just working through that, our kids' schedules, we have three kids, and each one of them played a sport. And it just... um, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to juggle that, manage that. We were trying to figure out, is this really worth investing our time in? You know, mm-hmm. is it, it's taking away from other areas of, of our family. Is this sport what we feel like we're supposed to do for this child? So it just kind of resolves some of those, you know, frustrations and arguments that you can have throughout the year. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah, we even pray about and talk about kids camps in the summer so like yes we laid out our whole year mm -hmm. in the past we would be just randomly trying to figure out last minute we're going to camp we're not going to camp you know it's going to be this much money and it would put stress on kind of the whole summer yes if we didn't plan it out and that kind of just Mm -hmm. goes away whenever you talk about no we're going to go to this camp the kids are going to do this and this and this during the summer budgeting it out because if we did this then we couldn't do this Mm -hmm. so it just i mean it's it's such a great thing Mm -hmm. I, i love it Brand, being married 35 years this year, I would just say to couples that having a vision retreat, it is not a luxury, it's an essential. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How wonderful to schedule a time where you come together in partnership to make decisions and then inviting the Lord into mm-hmm. that process. Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned to schedule, I, I've lived your life, by the way. It hasn't mm-hmm. been that long ago, and I remember that. Mm-hmm. And he is the one that comes in to the marriage. And so... Uh, and and smooths the way for partnership and good decisions. Mm -hmm. And I love that y'all do this. Um, And at the time, it might feel like, 
you know, a luxury, but putting it at the top of your, of your year, like you guys have, mm-hmm. uh, planning for it. Um, you know, I heard the conversation y'all planned for this months ago. So, mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. job. And, um, I would say 35 years of marriage, we didn't, in the beginning, we didn't have such a great book as the vision retreat, mm-hmm. but we knew it was important to take time to get away and let the daily concerns of the home life fade away and come together and discuss what does God have for us as a couple yeah. this year? What does God have for us this year in ministry, um, in, in in parenting, um, and you mentioned in, in friendships, so um it's, 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 um, definitely something that I encourage my clients to do. And, and I have clients that do this every year. And sometimes we have a meeting after and we go over the things that the Lord showed them. And then we talk about the next year, mm-hmm. what he did. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. We, whenever we come back, we kind of involved like last, I think it was Saturday night. We kind of told our kids we were at dinner and we said, okay, now, Mom and Dad are going on our vision retreat, not this week, but the next week. So we're going to be praying about a lot of stuff for you guys. And they know that when we come back, we're going to have decisions made. So it's, it's something we really we even involve our kids about, and they get excited about it too. And it's just, like I said, I could talk about it forever. It's, it's yeah, amazing. Practically speaking, so this is what we do. We wake up, uh, we'll grab our coffee, we'll pray. We typically like to go on a walk if the weather's convenient. So we'll go on a walk, we'll talk, we'll pray together, we'll kind of begin the, the conversation about what it is we want, want to accomplish for that day. And then we'll come back and we'll start to kind of work through some things. We'll get, like I said, the notes app typically is where we kind of put a lot of our just working stuff in, in, in addition to what's in the book. Sometimes it's helpful to have sort of whatever you're comfortable with. Some people like to write, some people like to type. I like to type. And so I like to type stuff in and we kind of put everything on the, on the, the notes app. And to start to work through things, you know, January, February, March, uh, what it is that we're trying to accomplish this year, what are the stressors that we have right now that they may be, um, uh, they may be not at full effect, but they're they're going to come up at some point, you know, whether like I said like the holidays or whether it's you know big travel events where we're trying to figure out for us right now, and I, I don't know a lot of families out there for us. Trying to figure out where we're going on vacation and budget <laughs> for that. It's expensive yes. to travel with five, a family of five. And, you know, you can do simple trips and we try to do those. But, you know, we... We, we lock down. We're like, where are we going? Yeah. Well, you look at, let's go skiing. Well, it, skiing is expensive, you know, mm-hmm. to, to fly somewhere, to drive somewhere even and, and everything. Even I talked to somebody who's a big skier this weekend. And he said, lift tickets are astronomically high. So if you have five people wanting to go skiing, it's very expensive. But then in the summertime, you know, you go someplace that's too hot or you don't want to go someplace that's not too far away. And then everyone's got an opinion where you're going. And so at some point you just kind of go, okay, this is where we're going to go. We're going to, we're going to come together. We talk about this in vision retreat. Where do we want to go? What can we afford? And let's put that together mm-hmm. there instead of stressing about it at the last minute or trying to just resolve it throughout the year and it never gets resolved and you end up just staying at home because you haven't found any place. Yeah, and then summer rolls around and you're like, you have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, the kids are bored or you haven't you haven't planned enough to where you can you can really achieve that. So we do that in the morning time, have lunch, typically talk through lunch, and then a little bit in the afternoon. And then late afternoon into the night, we really kind of try to have more focused romantic time. So uh, less stressful conversation and more romantic conversations. Talk about food, talk about 
you know, what we're gonna do that evening, maybe go out and have fun date night and then come home and just sort of spend time together. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we typically have set up as a system for our, our vision retreat. So work during the day, a little bit of connection, connective time at night so that when we go back, I don't want us to be going back to our kids just coming out of a business meeting <laughs> and we feel like we've just been, you know, mm -hmm. just hashing it out over the schedules and everything. I like to go back with us feeling like we are like teenagers again, mm. uh, romantically in love and, and we can kind of infuse that as a cornerstone of our relationship every year where we have a better marriage, not just because we're working through problems, but because we're spending quality time together. And I would say one of the things that's helped us, we did this early on because there were times when we would talk about certain things and uh, they would lead to an argument or a fight or just be tense. You know, we didn't come to a resolve. And so we found, this is kind of our silly little thing that we do, but we call it fun time. And we know, we'll say, if we're going into the afternoon or to the evening, we'll say, all right, it's fun time. So, and that just means there's no fighting. You have to leave whatever we talked about, you know, in the morning, in the morning. But it just kind of keeps it to where that those hard conversations don't carry over and just destroy the intimacy because that that is part of the vision retreat. The morning time, you are trying to come together and, you know, figure out your schedules and and all the things of life. But in the evening, it's time for you guys to connect and it's fun time. Just have fun again. Like you said, become teenagers in mm -hmm. love. <laughs> so we really work hard to, to do that. Mm -hmm. It's a discipline. Mm -hmm. You have to let things go and just table them until the next morning. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a good, it's good. Yeah. Shannon, I have a question for you. It comes in from the, the chat. Erica says, how do you prior prioritize family vacation time and how important is it? So how do you guys prioritize family vacation time in the past when your girls were younger and now maybe even as y'all have have gotten into the empty nest phase and you have kids all over the place married and you know just just more and more people your grandparents now too so <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine part mm -hmm. i would say um you know every marriage operates with some core values and for our marriage having some vacation time and it didn't mean that we did a huge expensive trip every year Maybe every fifth year we did where we planned for that. It was just one of our core values because uh, there's so much to learn through through travel. So we would take, um, let's say that we're dealing with maybe three weeks. Then um, Keith and I would take a week and we would plan for something that we wanted to do exclusively as a couple. And then we would um, surround the family, talk about ideas, decide what we were going to do for that. We would um, in, involve, uh, our, had three girls involve them in, those, in that decision, and um, we would plan for it. And we would let them take a part, too, of the planning. And it was just, it was just a core value as a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. And for some people, that starts with, deciding how much do we have to spend mm -hmm. this year for that. And if it's, if it's a small amount, then you come up with a creative list of what you can do. Um, maybe you know people that have a vacation home, or maybe you know someone that will let you go stay in their lovely home or their own vacation. There's, there's lots of ways to do it if your finances are tight. But um, So just to answer the question, I would say you make it a core value. Mm -hmm. Mm, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then that's that becomes a non-negotiable. I like that mm -hmm. that word, that phraseology, because if it is a non-negotiable, then it's just about how you make it happen, mm -hmm. and then it's about making sure that you keep the the time protected, 
life life issues come up, but I'm saying like as a as a family, if you don't have time away every every year, then you begin to lose that connectiveness. And so we've talked about with our kids, we've we've just been desiring to spend more and more time with them. Mm-hmm. And whenever you think about our daughter who's sixteen, she's a junior in high school, we have one more Christmas with her at home in, in high school and you kinda start going, Oh my gosh. No. It's getting real. Mm-hmm. She was our firstborn and mm-hmm. you just don't think about these things until they, they are real and then you think about uh, I was. She sent me a clip. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan are doing some kind of a comedy tour together, and they were talking in the green room. And Jerry Seinfeld said he just moved his daughter into an apartment, and he said, "Do you realize that the time you spend in the first 18 years of your kid's life, after they after 18, for the entire rest of their life, you only spend one year with them total?" He said, mm-hmm. "You see, you realize you see them every day of their life." Yeah, for 18 years. Yes, but, for eight, for the first 18 years, you but see after them that, every you only day. see them a, a total of one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they just move on. And that, mm-hmm. and Jim, he goes, "How does how does that make you feel?" And Jim Gaffney said, "I already said, does that he bother said, you?" Or is that, yeah, are, are you sad about that? And Jim Gaffney said. No, not really. No, <laughs> but because they're some, comedians. Some parents do feel that it way. Does, it does. Uh, well, I think if, if he's just being funny, but I think if you mm-hmm. really think about it, as parents, you just kind of we're on the obviously the the front door of that. Y'all are kind of through that front door and into the the season of of seeing your kids grow up and and get married and have babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we really want that for Kate, but it kind of makes your heart sad to think about. Mm-hmm. she wakes up and she's not here. She's going to be at college and then an yeah. apartment and then getting married. So that's why I think what you said, it's a non-negotiable. It's super important for us right now to just block out the world and just enjoy our family mm-hmm. while we have them at home still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard a, a sermon yesterday and uh, the topic was new beginnings and it was uh, start in Genesis. And so here we are, we're in 2024. It can be a new beginning. Mm-hmm. For your marriage, um, it, it can be um, a new beginning to start doing these things. You know, everyone's concerned about, you know, uh, losing the five pounds that they gained over mm-hmm. yeah. Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, how about making the new beginning for 2024 that you incorporate a vision retreat mm-hmm. and um, get on the EXO website, order the vision retreat book. Yeah. And, and, um, if there's everything here that you need to guide you through that, mm-hmm. it will definitely um, yield some fruit for you for sure. Okay. So vision retreats. Um, I do want to say that we have a vision retreat, uh, special offer for you as we start off the new year. And again, you can do the vision retreat anytime throughout the year. So don't, don't take what we're right. saying is if you've missed January to plan it, you can't do it. Some Absolutely. people do it when it's convenient for them, really, it's just mm-hmm. about making sure you get away and you set a vision, not just for the year, but for your relationship and for your marriage. Mm-hmm. Make sure you take advantage of this, uh, this resource. It is a life, uh, sending agent for you, for your relationship, if you're willing to, to, to do it. So go to uh vision retreat.com use, uh, the code new year. I'm sorry. I'm reading, I'm reading. It takes me a while to read sometimes, <laughs> uh, use the new word year. new year. Mm-hmm to get $10 off the, the vision retreat, not just the guidebook, but also the video series that we have. And it's on XO now. And we really want you to take advantage of it. We have a lot of content out there on XO now, especially that it just doesn't make any sense for you to wonder what it is that you're missing in your, in your marriage content, because it's just, we have a library. We have hundreds and hundreds of hours of content from everything from in-laws to parenting, uh, to freedom ministry, to communication, to sex, 
finances, whatever it is, we have it on xonow.com. So just take advantage of that as, as a New Year's resolution to yourself. If you're asking the, the question to your spouse, how do we get better this year? We have that all covered for you uh, at xomarriage.com and xonow.com. And then the vision retreat stuff is just a core value that we have that we feel like you'll you'll want to take advantage of. And I'm not just up here produce. I'm not I'm not just up here peddling products. Okay, I'm not trying to just <laughs> give you all that we have and just throw it up on you the first of the year. I'm not saying that my New Year's resolution was to do more marketing of our products, but I'm saying that it's a good <laughs> opportunity for me. I am. You I've got EXO conference <laughs> sweatshirt on. I've got an EXO conference tee under this. I've got an EXO hat. I've got an EXO shoes. We need some extra boxers, some, yeah, some, some underwear, an, an underwear line. Uh, don't, please don't picture me in my boxers. Uh, but we do have a lot of resources for you. We just want to let you know about them. So I will. So my parents have been married for over 50 years. I will is a devotional they put together. 365 daily promises for your marriage. So if you're also looking for something you can do on a daily basis with your spouse, that's practical. Practical. I don't know why you wouldn't do this. Jimmy and Karen Evans are experts in marriage. They put together a devotional that has daily, just quick, quick things like uh, what are we, what are we, day, day eight of this year. So day eight, I will leave my parents and cleave to my spouse. As children growing up in the authority of their parents, we are taught to obey them and rightly so. But when we leave home and get married, we no longer live under their authority. And it goes through a scripture. It goes through uh, explanation. And then there's a prayer you can pray together. And then you can ask a question to each other. And that's really it. And you just do that every day. The next the next day, tomorrow, will be I will honor my marriage as a sacred covenant. So you're talking about a sacred covenant for your relationship, and you walk through it. And you don't realize, just like with working out, you don't realize how much stronger you're getting every day. But you do this 365 days, and you're going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger and I don't yeah. know, who's, who's another so tough woman. So, oh, oh, woman. What's uh, a woman equivalent? Uh, what's the UFC boxer? Whatever. <laughs> you're going to be tough. You're, you're going to be impenetrable. Resilient. You're going to be... Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed. I don't know. Help me here. Give me some, <laughs> give me some help here. Okay, so that's, that's the, the I Will devotional, and I think that's important for you guys to know that we have these resources brand new uh, as well as the Vision Retreat Guide. One of the things that uh, I, I want to talk about, and we talked about this a little bit, Stephanie and I did, is in some of the news stories that we have is people have uh, different opinions about different things. Um, I'll send it to you, Maggie. Um, people have different opinions about different things and I would just say that the um, I'm I'm walking and chewing gum and and doing all the same time you're doing great thanks for your patience Uh, people have different opinions about different things and we read an article recently about people who wear socks to bed and the response to that was crazy they called them psychopaths (laughs) yeah and the the difference in how people sleep at night Mm mm-hmm and I don't know if you feel and that way about mm-hmm. people who are socks to bed. I didn't realize it was such a really negative thing. thing. It yeah. was in the Wall Street Journal. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, well, I don't wear socks to bed, Mm-mm. but I am not a psychopath. Yeah, this is it. If you sleep in socks, you're a psychopath. Health tip kicks up controversy. So somebody said, I think something happened in the world of the, of the tips and tricks for getting better sleep. And one of them was wear socks to bed. Mm-hmm. And I think people were having a reaction to that. So, yeah. Well, my first thought when I think of germs and <laughs> carrying all of the dirtiness on your socks into your clean sheets, but I'm a little OCD, so I probably would call you a psychopath if you my slept feet in get socks. Hot. 
Yes, yes. Um, my feet just get hot. I don't feel comfortable in them. And also, I always feel like I have something that's going to... Um... Do you guys sleep in socks? No. <laughs> yeah. Who does? Um, I've been told that people that want soft feet do that. Oh, okay. But... Um, that's true. No. You do put yeah. all those creams and lotions mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to make your feet really like, soft. I guess my point is... It's a medical issue. That's the point. Would, would, so if somebody comes into mediation and they're, <laughs> and they're saying, my spouse wears socks to bed. I can't handle it. Only psychopaths wear socks to bed. Mm-hmm. How would you respond to that? <laughs> would, you, would you bring up the Wall Street Journal as a, as a point to it? Well, in a mediation, we spend half a day on communication skills. <laughs> so we would probably be weaving that into our communication mm-hmm. um, training. So I think you have to love people no matter what. But yes. I don't know. I, didn't, I guess I didn't, just didn't associate people who wore socks, socks to bed as such a... Uh, a mental illness triggering thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. well apparently there you have it kind of have to go in that situation says who yes i think the whole sleep dynamic with couples is interesting because some people want more covers want less yeah like, like for us i just added an extra duvet to our bed because i wanted to make it more fluffy so now we have a sheet two duvets and a coverlet and he's never slept better since i've done it, it. He absolutely loves it. And I'm over there begging to take it off because I'm she hot. Put it on. And she put it on. I, actually, <laughs> she put it on the first night. I was like, I slept all night through. I slept mm-hmm. like, a, like, a, like a baby mm-hmm. and don't ever take it off. And so now she's afraid to take it off. I will say I've been sweating a lot at night. Okay. But he uh, still doesn't want me to take it off. But I don't want to take it off because I, I feel like it's, it's like so heavy. So you're like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. I am like a psychopath. Well, Stephanie was going for that, that lush hotel setting right. mm-hmm. and to create a space of Mm -hmm. like comfort yes so yes i'm a cover flipper and we have all those things in our bed too because Mm -hmm. aesthetically Mm -hmm. it's so pretty but um pull them off get hot yes well i think our rooms are set like 63 degrees so it's siberia (laughs) and and the and the outside the covers so you kind of go from but i love it it's a nice it's a nice touch thanks for doing that Mm -hmm. i don't know where we got off on that okay socks don't wear socks to bed if you're married to somebody who thinks it's 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 uh, controversial yeah. okay the other thing was uh cameron diaz said recently that she believes we should normalize people having separate bedrooms couples having separate bedrooms we should normalize this in society this is cameron diaz i mean she is just the poster child for what a great marriage should be right right, right. so uh, my question is because I, w- I would say that as couples age this becomes more and more common but I don't like to encourage it because it ends up becoming a very, very dangerous environment where you don't spend time together, quality time together. However, there's probably times where she was like, I would rather have the covers the way I want them. <laughs> so head on down the road, Jack. Yeah. But we have, uh, we had my, my grandfather, he's passed away. My grandmother and grandfather had separate bedrooms when I was growing up from as far back as I can remember. I never remember them having the the same bedroom. Now they would they would spend time together in her bedroom, but when it became time to sleep, it was like, he's out of there. Um, and I just thought that was normal. He has his own bathroom, his mm. own bedroom. And then when they built their house, they specifically built it with two separate bedrooms in the master suite area that's connected through a closet. I just thought that was awesome. Yeah, Great. You did. Like, you know, I have, have a little bachelor pad over here. My grandfather had everything kind of uh, pointed to more of a masculine feel and my grandmother had her style. Then we got married and she said, I never want that because why would I marry you to lose you at some point? Like I well, and I, I was the opposite. My grandparents, they, my grandfather was a 
large man, and my grandmother was like five four, a little woman, but they slept in a full size bed. <laughs> So they had the complete opposite of that. And yeah, when he mentioned that to me, I think I cried. I was like, we're never doing that. We're never having separate bedrooms. But apparently I was wrong because Cameron Diaz says we should normalize it. I hear from clients that snoring becomes a thing. And <laughs> that people actually do lose a lot of sleep. And so there's that issue. But um, hopefully it's something that you could decide on together mm -hmm. and um, they make little sound machines for those things yes. but personally I don't like the thought of that mm -hmm. um, but it's something that you would have to choose as, as a couple mm -hmm. maybe you start out together um, mm -hmm. if you're going to do that but um, you know cuddles. she's pretty cute but I don't know in. that I would look to her for my <laughs> but I mean, it is more common than we think even most Christian couples and we have friends and like I said I have family members that they they don't sleep in the same bedroom more mm -hmm. often than not because of those issues snoring mm -hmm. tooting maybe you just live the first half of your marriage like together and enjoying it and then after that you're just like, your way of telling me you're, you're... <laughs> i'm moving out <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward yeah. it's awkward to do it on on, on live uh, exo live and Okay, so we're talking now today, we're rambling at this point, about uh, separate bedrooms. I just think it's interesting because it's more common than not. And then when you have people come out like a celebrity, and this isn't the first person who said something like this. This mm -hmm. is very common in, in, the, in, in the mind of, of, I wouldn't just say celebrities, but I would say younger people that come in that kind of have their own way of doing things, especially if you got married later in life. Mm -hmm. We got married when we were 20. Mm -hmm. So whenever like, we're together, it just feels mm -hmm. normal to me. Mm -hmm. But if you got married whenever you're 35, 40, and you've had some consistent ways of sleeping and somebody's disrupting that, I can mm -hmm. see it becoming a problem. Yeah. My, my two senses is if you have a conversation and you both truly agree, it's not somebody bullying the other one, yeah. like, get out of here. You're, make, you're <laughs> mm -hmm. making me uncomfortable. Whatever works. Yeah. But you both have to agree on it. And, and then I would, I would. I would find time to make sure you're connecting at night. Even mm -hmm. if you do sleep, sleep in a different mm -hmm. room, make sure you get together in bed, pray a little bit, talk watch a movie or whatever you do in bed snuggle snuggle Dave maybe have some like to snuggle maybe have some intimacy some some sexual romance and then yeah if, if sleep is a priority and it becomes a problem because you're not getting enough sleep for work or you just feel grumpy all the time I'd, it seems like to me that's a practical measure that you can take but don't don't build your life separately i just think that's the most mm -hmm. dangerous part of it yeah what you're saying brent it's a decision made in partnership mm -hmm. where you both come to that agreement where one's not feeling like they've been abandoned mm -hmm. yeah but it's not taboo i think what i think in the church world sometimes you can hear a little bit more of a legalistic mindset of it it's, it's like no the, the marriage bed is you know to be honored and the covenant is real and doesn't matter and you can you know if if there's no sleep then that's just kind of the way it goes that's the that's the the burden of falling the in burden love of marriage so but what i hear you saying is it's okay if, if both in partnership agree to those terms those terms. That sounds like yes. a legal agreement. Mm -hmm. That's right. You do you. Where are we going here? Where I don't this conversation. <laughs> okay. I was just trying to spark a little creativity related to that. Um, and then we are talking to some of the people out here are, well, David Todd said I should change into clean socks if I wear socks. That's true. And then he also <laughs> said that um, I was waking up. It's uh, like I have a friend who she takes her shower every night before she gets in, in in the bed so she just can't imagine going all day long and then getting in your clean sheets 
being dirty, so. I kind of like that. What? No, it's great. Yeah. Beth uh, on here says, we're talking about vision retreats earlier, and she says uh, it's her dream for her marriage uh, to be invested in by her husband at that level. Her heart's sad because it's not. Uh, God gave my friend the word to tell me he's going to heal it, which I believe, and mm. she wants to pray and believe for that. And so before we finish today, let's, let's pray for Beth and everyone out there. Um, also, we have somebody watching from South Africa. They want us to come to South Africa, XO. We'd love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been to South Africa. We've been to Cape Town, mm-hmm. to uh, Johannesburg. Johannesburg. We loved it. Fantastic. I think there was a little bit of a, a misnomer of what that actually looked like going to Africa. Right. It's beautiful. But Cape Town is like San Francisco. If you go to mm-hmm. Cape Town, it's a beautiful city. We took the blue train over. Table, table Rock, Table, table Mountain. Table Mountain. And then um, we uh, we spent time with the blue train to Johannesburg and then went over to one of the game reserves. And you really never experience wildlife until you've experienced that real time. It's, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. It's a great area. So we would love to do an extra conference in South Africa. We just need God to provide the resources or just, just pray for that, Quinton. But he said, work three years in America was tough on our marriage, but they're now back in uh, South Africa, and they're living the dream. We love each other so much, and we pray together. Lots of love, Quentin and Michelle from South Africa. So thanks for watching there. Um, Gorgeous Wales is watching from Cincinnati. So we have people from all over kind of tuning in today, and we really appreciate everyone watching. I do, before we switch to mediation, because I want to talk about mediation just for a brief second, um, before we uh, wrap up. Anything else you want to say? Any, any inclusion of thought related to, to the marriage space if you go to um to johannesburg if you do the south africa thing i'm, I'm coming okay good yeah. <laughs> okay. Or i'm just putting in my little right. two cents mm-hmm. sounds fun we have uh stephanie's brother's married to a girl from durban south africa mm-hmm. and um you know there's a lot of people in the texas area and even nationally but from south africa and they, they'll tell you the same thing. It's just a beautiful, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful very, part, very of pretty. Mm-hmm. part of the world. Um, so the other thing I was going to pull up real quick is um, Stephanie's parents just celebrated 50 years of marriage this last weekend. Well, and I wanted to, to brag on them a little bit. Well. They, uh, Stephanie put together a reel. So they got married when they were 16, 16, 17? 17. <coughs> and uh, this is coming on the screen here. This is Stephanie's personal Instagram, and this is a this is a montage of them getting married. The Stephanie's dad was the high school quarterback, and her her mom was the cheerleader. They got married, and then I would just say that one of the remarkable things about Stephanie and I is we both have parents that have been married over fifty years, mm. and really kind of for different reasons, for the same reasons, but also for different reasons. Um, you know, Stephanie's parents are just really, really, really solid people they they have uh, a, a love for themselves and family when you get married at 16 and you get married with a young baby uh the odds are stacked against you mm-hmm. and there's there's a reason why they've lasted for 50 years and i would just say stand in and just have a, a real good mindset related to relationships that i've always appreciated that they you know really care for one another they do the right things mm-hmm. and i don't know that they've ever really thought about the things that they do being the right things, they just do them naturally, mm-hmm. meaning that they prioritize each other. Mm-hmm. They spend time mm-hmm. together. They love being with each other. They love having fun with one another. This was uh, at Fellowship Church, the one of those pictures is from Fellowship Church. Mm-hmm. They came to Christmas service with us. Now they're in the season of life where they're just like loving their uh, grandkids and, and, and their kids. And, you know, they just really enjoy celebrating their relationship every year. So 50 years for Stan and Ann. It's hard to, 
mm. get a better name. I know. They, it rhymes. How cute is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And um, a big part of their success was my mom's parents were married just as long, I mean, longer. And um, so we have, I mean, I, I'm thankful and blessed to say that I come from a legacy of marriage, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that's probably why I'm so passionate about helping couples in in marriage today because I know the fruit of that and just my parents are at the sweet age and stage in their life where they get to sit back and they're retired they're enjoying each other they're traveling their kids are doing good and it's just the greatest blessing that you could have when when we get together for holidays everybody comes together and they actually have a picture of their brick they have a brick out here on the exo walkway that's um a reminder of their commitment and um it's just it's wonderful they've done a great job i mean of staying committed and like i said my dad's kind of a nut and just makes my mom laugh so Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they dance together and it's yeah i'm i'm very very thankful and very very proud of them yeah they still have fun they they celebrate in very very um you know practical ways on all things related to the relationship and they went to, they live in Amarillo still. They mm-hmm. went to Macaroni Joe's mm-hmm. for their 50th wedding anniversary dinner. And Macaroni Joe's has been around forever. And mm-hmm. uh, they yeah. treated it like it was, you know, one of the best meals of their life. Mm-hmm. And just being together was what mm-hmm. was special for them. And I just, I just really. And that's the thing that I would say, you know, your parents and my parents both, and all of us could speak to, is that, you know, there's just seasons in marriage. And in order to make it to 50 years of marriage, you have to stay committed in the good times and the bad times. Because yes. nobody. Nobody goes through life without hills and valleys, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just there's things that come up. That's that's why we love the visions or vision retreats because mm-hmm. we're trying to help couples navigate through those things that can divide you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how you get to 50 years is you stay committed in knowing that there's a new season right around the the corner, mm-hmm. and you will get out of that as much as it, you know, if you're committed and you and you mm-hmm. try, you can get past that mm-hmm. and. That's how you make it to 50 years of marriage is mm-hmm. you stay committed through the good times and the bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I would say that both of our parents would say that there's been seasons where it hasn't been perfect mm-hmm. and even felt like you might not have the same romance as you once did. But then you get through that season and you realize you're even stronger than ever because you have a greater appreciation for who who you are mm-hmm. because you've walked through things together in fire. Yeah. And in seasons of fire, you 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 get closer and you don't realize that until you walk through it and you mm-hmm. can make that i mean that's mm-hmm. what a legacy um both of you have with your parents and i had the blessing also of having that and my husband as mm-hmm. well his parents were married well over 50 years mine as well mm-hmm. and so we can for the um if keith's here you know and by proxy but we can um just sit here for a moment and appreciate what they pass to us mm-hmm. so hopefully this is encouraging to anyone listening you know, if you're in a hard season uh, where, um, you know, the thought goes through your head of well, maybe this is why people do get divorced. Well, that we have a phrase in mediation that we say, to our couple, don't quit on a bad day. Mm-hmm. Don't quit on a bad day. Don't let those hard days define, you know, your long term decision. And um, I just I love I love being a part of EXO. I love what we get to do. Um, I love that. um you know, your your parents had the courage to keep pressing on in all those days of spiritual battles, fundraising, 
all, all the stuff that they had to go through mm-hmm. that none of us will ever know about. But the fruit of it is that we get to sit here in this amazing building and help people who are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe personally there's no holier, profound work than this that we get to do and be mm-hmm. a part of. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to talk about mediation uh, before our time's up. We have, we have some time left over, but I, I just want to talk about the program because I still feel like there's still a little bit of, um, uh, of an education that people need to have about what we're doing here in the mediation space. It's a powerful program, probably the most powerful thing that we do here with the impact that you all have mm-hmm. at XO because the crisis couples that come in and the 80% success rate, over 80% success rate that we see if both couples are willing to work and go through the process is substantial. And it's, it's really a, it's a hidden gem for people who are struggling. And I just feel like maybe the word mediation, we've talked about that is challenging for people to understand what that is. But whenever you get a couple that comes to you, uh, you, you start a conversation with them, just kind of talk about the, the general makeup of who's coming through the mediation program some of the issues that they're having and what it is that's happening right now in the world of marriage related to the mediation program, but also just how couples are, are dealing with the, the effects of the stress in life right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a multifaceted question. Um, you know, one of the things that I would want people to know is that what we do, whether it's an 80%, whatever, whatever statistic that is, um, what we do is effective mainly because it's based on the Word of God. Every resource that XO Marriage offers, um, the things that your your dad has so profoundly written are based on God's Word, and we know that God's Word has the power to heal. So there's that component of it. The second component is that um, when a couple arrives on the scene, whether here in the building or on a mediation screen, that couple has been prayed over. Um, and we invite God into that process. So he is the one. Um, God is the glue for any marriage. So when the couple, when the couple comes, and, and we see challenges of, of all kinds, um, you know, um, pornography, uh, overcommitment. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. But um, when we use that phrase that your husband is, that your dad is so famous for, when two people are willing to surrender to learn how to do marriage God's way, when the, two, when the two people showing up in the room are willing to surrender, then God comes in and he furthers that process. And I can't really explain it. It's, 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 it's a holy moment um, because God is the creator of marriage. If we invite his help into it, is he not going to help us? Mm-hmm. Of course he is. And are there times where the couple leaves and, and, you know, we look at each other and we go, okay, Lord, if you don't do this, it's not going to happen. Yes, that happens. But many times later, we get that email or phone call and, and they say, okay, he furthered the work. Um, in this, the society that we live in where our world has gotten so dark what we do in mediation is it's almost like um, just almost like what comes to mind right now is almost like a shot. We are injecting a shot of hope into the couple's thought life. We um, also, um, I refer to it as we're kind of like lie detectors. What do I mean by lie detector? We are looking for the places that the enemy has lied 
to each other. And we expose that. Um, it's so interesting when you have um, a day, a mediation day, where we have the time to dive into the story, to the conflicts, to those things. And one person gets to tell their side. The other person gets to tell their side. How many times we hear uh, one of them go, oh, you believe that? That's not at all what I thought. Mm-hmm. Lie detector. Mm-hmm. So we shine the light of God's truth on the marriage, teach them some excellent communication skills. And oh, by the way, 35 years of marriage, I wish I'd had this in year 10, 15, sure. mm-hmm. whatever, where I didn't know how to communicate. So um, the mediation process is different than counseling. We don't treat things, but we are um, marriage education. We we teach our clients um, how to address those conflicts that arise. We also look at where they're out of alignment in their marriage. Um, your father's famous for the four laws of love. We, we take the first one, priority. Are you guys out of alignment? Um, if so, why and how do we get back into alignment? Are you making decisions with partnership? We look at those things. And so we go through the four laws of love, use that as a litmus test. And, um, and the foundation of prayer and then biblical resource, it's always going to be a win-win. Mm. Mm-hmm. So good. That's good. Mm-hmm. We, we hear so many powerful stories come out of the mediation program uh, year after year. I mean, it's just a, it's a perpetual system that, that, that's set up to kind of help couples. And, you know, as we have now have the Exo Marriage Center, we have space for people to come physically be here. There's a virtual experience as well. And I know there's been many times where I've talked to you and Keith and you've got a Zoom call going or you're dealing with uh, counseling uh, virtually. There's a lot of in-person stuff that happens. And then y'all walk people through you. And I know Susan do a lot together. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have other mediators you work with. Mm-hmm. But there's this there's this hybrid of spiritual and practical that happens that reveals hearts and then infuses it with knowledge to get them the daily help that they need to make effort like towards a, a successful relationship. And I would just say that, uh, I, you know, I, I don't try and talk about mediation because it's something I need to sell. I talk about it because it's an answer to a problem. Mm-hmm. It's the solution to mm-hmm. chronic pain in marriage. Mm-hmm. It's just a really practical way to invest in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to introduce you, Shannon, because it's like you're seeing who you would be talking to and, and you'd be mm-hmm. dealing with. And it's a very warm, uh, godly environment where you and Susan care. We care. We care so much um, because we, we caught what your dad's vision was, and that is the children who are affected by divorce. And um, we take that so seriously. This is not a job to us. Uh, most of the mediators, we feel called to do it. It's something that we get to do. And probably some of the most high moments in my life are, y'all know the bridge that I'm talking about. So I leave this building, and then there's this bridge that I drive through to go home. And when I I hit that bridge, there's something about that moment where I say, God, you did it again. I love you so much, God, you did it again. Mm. He does this work. And um, it's it's just profound. Mm -hmm. It's profound. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I do represent a face of all the mediators on the team. Um, uh, Really just amazing people who, again, feel called to do this work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. So thankful for them. Yeah, very thankful. And uh, we have a a growing team of mediators. We have, you know, there's a 
a, a certification process that happens and that we're trying to invest. We're trying to build an army of mediators because even if people can't come here physically, they want to have people in their own areas that they can, they can rely on. And uh, obviously this is something that Teresa Thomas and I, Pam Southers and, and some others talked about originally, but then y'all were recruited early on uh, to start uh, building the program out. And so you've been doing it. Um, I, call, I call you and Susan and, and Teresa and Pam and uh, Janet. Uh, OGs, because you've been, that's what I was been say. OGs. and Brandon White <laughs> as well, and y'all are still a part of the program, and it's still it's still really the core, the nucleus of of how we're um, wanting it to be. Because I do never, I never want to lose the aspect of the Lord helping couples, because mm-hmm. we know that if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, we probably wouldn't have had that glue to stay mm-hmm. connected, to stay like we probably see. I wouldn't say we'd be divorced, but you know, you just there's a reason why you go and do the hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things I just read recently about relationships is, you know, the secret ingredient to relationships. And men don't want to hear this oftentimes because they don't understand it because it has to do with feelings is empathy. Mm. That's the secret ingredient mm. to a good relationship, to keeping it romantic and fun mm-hmm. is because you have to have empathy. I have to be thinking about her right. and how it makes her feel to be married to a jerk like me, <laughs> to be married to someone like me. Like when I say something, so she's recently, we've, we've been walking through some things where she says, you don't know how you sound. You mm-hmm. sound a certain way. I hear that. And so sometimes whenever we're talking, I don't want her to feel that way. So I'm trying my best to feel like, listen to myself and say, is this making her feel a certain way? Another critical thing that I'm working on, this is just a therapy moment for me. Thanks, Shannon. <laughs> we're going to talk through this. Um, is I, in the past, had to win every argument. I had to be the one that got the final word. It wasn't because I needed the final word. I just, debating's fun to me and bringing new information mm-hmm. to the table. And, and, you know, she says something, I have something right back to say to her. And, you know, it was, for me, it was the challenge of winning the fight. It wasn't that I needed to win. It was that mm-hmm. it was kind of like a fun game for mm-hmm. me to kind of use my knowledge to try and convince her that my side was right. It's very functional. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that at all. Is that bad? <laughs> Believe um. it or not, I have a little bit of that in me um, a, as well. And um, I remember when I came to the conclusion of there are just things that we are not going to agree mm-hmm. on. And just letting that hang in the air and being okay with it and just saying, okay, we may not come into agreement on this. And, and some things it's just not necessary yeah. that you have to agree. It's I mean, not going to break. Make yeah, break. God brings to together usually two very different people. That's a sign of maturity. And so lately I've just been empathetic to the fact that, yes, I want to say something, but I don't want her to feel that that way. And so, you know, then she does the same thing for me. Um, even last night she did something really nice. I had taken the boys to a football thing. I came home and she had, she had done something um, to prepare for the week, the coffee stuff, oh. um, something simple. But I was just like, she was thinking about me. She thought, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's something that I didn't have to do when I got home. And, mm-hmm. Empathy is one of the great, the great redeemers of a relationship because it, it then puts you into a spot where you have to feel what they're feeling or think about them. It takes mm-hmm. the focus off yourself mm-hmm. and puts it on your partner, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is what makes a great marriage it does. to yes. selfless people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's a really good um, thought as we, as we close up here. I just want to say again, Shannon, thanks for everything that you do for mm-hmm. couples. Um, I want people mm-hmm. to understand they can go to excelmarriage.com and click on the, the help link and they can find a way to get connected with our mediation program. 
and we do um, we we provide a kind of a funnel for couples to come in. There's a there's a process where we kind of hear what they're dealing with, and then we assign them to mediators. Mm-hmm. And you're on the you're on the core team of, of of who's getting, you know, the the couples coming into you. And so I I would just encourage you to do that as we start the new year. There is nothing wrong with you saying we need help. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And if you're going in by yourself, I think that's still healthy. If, if like Beth earlier, and I, I want to say a quick prayer for Beth, um, you know, I just think that, that this is the year where it's okay for you to fight alone, but it's mm-hmm. also okay for you to get help. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you out there, you don't have to live sick and tired. Mm-hmm. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, do something about it. Uh, here at Exo Marriage, we are a ministry. We care about you. We have a team that cares about you. All you have to do is go to the website, mm-hmm. click the link, get involved, get get connected with us, and we will we will walk you through the process of how you get connected through the mediation program. And I promise you, with the with the success rate that we have, your marriage will be better if you both uh, apply yourself through the program. I'm going to interrupt here just a minute. What you said, standing alone. We just came out of a meeting. We want people to know. I have clients that are standing alone for their marriage. We still meet with them. So we don't want um, people listening to think that they both have to show up. Um, when one per- person commits deeply to the marriage, then the, the marriage benefits for sure. It's mm. good. Will you say a quick prayer for Beth and for everyone yes, out there listening? Absolutely, that a absolutely. Bit of a fusion of hope. Yes. God, first of all, thank you for this amazing building that we sit in. Lord, thank you for EXO and its ministry. Father, right now, um, the word that comes into my mind concerning Beth is hope. Lord, we know that you are a God of hope. I ask that um, the Holy Spirit right now would surround her in the room where she is, that she would fill your presence. Lord, we um, pray that you would guide her steps. Lord, I pray that you would give her the marriage of her dreams. God, and if you want to use exo marriage to um, assist in that process, then then so be it. Lord, we just ask you to fight uh, the spiritual battle that may be raging over Beth's marriage. God, we know that you hear us. We know that you care deeply about her. And so we lift her name up before you, God, and we thank you in advance for all that you're going to do. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well done. Okay, so we're going to wrap up the show now. The one thing I want to say to you before we wrap up is we are a 501c3. If you have a passion for marriage and you believe in what we're doing, please go to exomarriage.com slash give, and you can give a one-time gift or a monthly gift there. We would appreciate anything you can do to help support this ministry. Uh, Free ways you can support us is just liking this video, subscribing to the channel, tell your friends about it, uh, go on Instagram. I'm at marriage on Instagram. You can follow me. Uh, It really helps to kind of build the audience uh, up there. If you appreciate what we're doing, we want to tell more people about it. So just just go ahead and uh, do that. That's that's an assignment for you. It's free. Click the like button, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Uh, also, the resources that we mentioned today, those are available on exomarriage.com. I will, devotional, vision retreat, guidebook. Um, the URL for the video series is visionretreat.com, and you can go there as well. Last but not least, again, we're in Exo gear for the conference. Exo at home if you want to watch online, and we will be um, having a great time at Fellowship Church in Grapevine, Texas for, for the conference there. We'll be, uh, we'll be having you know, a big production, but we'll go all around the country. So we have tour stops throughout the year. So if you want to join us at EXO uh, throughout the year, go to exomarriage.com, check out the conference schedule. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shannon, for being on. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you, Stephanie, for being my wife and for living with me still in the same bedroom. <laughs> you got it. All right. <laughs> Take care, everyone. God bless. Bye-bye.